not really, because I'm going to be more fair than you think. All right. All right, you're being recorded. No, stop. Thank you. <laughs> All right, I'll just go ahead and hit the intro. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode whatever this is of the Good Evening Football Podcast. This is probably the most exciting episode of the past year uh, because the draft happened uh, about four days ago, I think. Um, Saturday. Just yeah, wanted to yeah. Uh, yeah, two days ago. It ended two days ago. So um, we have a lot to talk about today. Um, our favorite teams, um, you know, I, Jonah and I had, had a lot to look forward to. Hunter, Hunter <laughs> not so much just because uh, it's, it's not his fault. It's Bill O'Brien. Um, and that's okay. Uh, but we, we will touch on the Texans later. Um, we, we got a lot to talk about. I, I just want to ask you guys, just off the top of your head, mm. and Jonah, we, we're, not gonna, we're gonna be fair. We're not going to say our favorite teams. Who do you guys think won the draft? Okay, y'all are probably going to hate me for saying this, right? But I think you got to give the Dallas Cowboys a lot of credit. Now, I know, uh, I know they... They pick guys with character issues. We know that. But let's take that out for a little bit. It's hard to say that Micah Parsons isn't the best linebacker in this class. It, that, that's, it, I think you can argue that he's not, though. Okay, who are you taking, JOK? I would rather have JOK on my team. Okay. Okay, take character out of it. Take character completely out of it. And no. I think JOK is going to end up as a safety. No, That's yeah, no, no. I think JOK is a better linebacker even without character because okay. I think I think Micah Parsons is not technically sound. I think he's just big, strong, and fast, and people like that. Well, okay, I'm saying though, I personally I think JOK is going to end up at safety. I see a lot of Isaiah Simmons in him, and Isaiah Simmons ended up as a safety, so that that's personally where I see him. But if you're going to go a different direction, I totally completely get it. It's hard to say that. Yes, Kelvin Joseph has had his issues. Obviously, he was at LSU, took a year off, transferred to Kentucky. There's a lot to like with Kelvin Joseph physically. He's got 4-3 speed. He's a big corner. He's long. Um, so, yeah, I would say, Aiden, I'm not going to steal <laughs> your team because I know exactly who you're going to go with. So, And if I'm wrong, I'll cover it. So, Aiden, who do you have? Okay. I t- okay, I'm going to say it, and I want you to immediately say what you what what, what team you thought it was. My team is the Carolina Panthers. Okay, I had the Bears. Yeah, nah. I, I, I think the Bears. I think the Bears killed it in the first two rounds. I think they kind of slowed down later on. Okay. I think the Carolina Panthers. Here's my thing with the Carolina Panthers. I think in every single round they killed it. I think they did not miss with a single pick. I and think round one they missed. I think round one they got a lockdown corner, and I would have taken certain, but I, I would have taken certain. Well, I okay, yeah, that's fair. That like like people can can say that, and I get that. Also, would have taken a quarterback. hundred percent. I think trading picks for Sam Darnold got them in a bad spot. That's what I'm gonna say. Um, I I like the J.C. Horn pick, and I know that's gonna sound biased, you know, because South Carolina. Yeah, you know, whatever, but. The J.C. Horn pick was was a, was an exceptional pick because people didn't really talk about the Panthers taking corner, but when you really look at it, outside of Dante Jackson, who's not so no, yeah, they, they needed it. 
they needed it badly. And they, they've never really had like that lockdown. Like Josh Norman was like a one year wonder and whatever, but they need that lockdown corner. And then in the second round, they get Terrace Marshall. That was the steal. That was, was great, great value, but it's not at a position of need. It's probably their best position. It was probably just best player available, and I, I totally get it. Well, and you also have to look at it. At receiver, they have DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and then David Moore. And then after that, it's a severe drop-off. So it's not like they were completely set at receiver. Um, yeah, they 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 needed a tackle really badly. Well, see, and that's I, the thing. They get Brady Christensen in the third round. Yeah, but you, you take a guy – in the third round, I think they could have they could have taken Slater in the first round, a corner in the second, or something along those lines. I'm just telling y'all, I think JC Horn's gonna be elite. That's yeah. just my that's just my thing. Jonah, you know, who's your biggest Jonah, who's your biggest winner? Uh see this is this is a tough one to say on the podcast, but my biggest winner is the New York Jets. Okay. Hey. I, like it. I like it. Getting Vera Tucker when they did was a nice move. That was a yeah, very nice it, move. it took it took me a bit to um it took me a bit to to like it. I, I was really mad at first. I, I I I was holding a um I was holding a plastic cup and it was empty and when they announced Vera Tucker I threw it on the ground. Um, <laughs> and the thing so is raging. They don't want what happened with Darnold to happen again, so they're making sure that there is no excuses for Zach Wilson. Yeah, he yeah, succeed, and that, it's his yeah. fault. And that's mm-hmm. exactly why they took Elijah Moore too. Yep, I, wow. I, I love what the Jets did. I don't think they missed on a pick. Uh, I, like Michael Carter, he was my well, which running one? back two they in the class. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Carter, the first. <laughs> was my second favorite running back in the class, and they got him at pick 107. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, I think, look, personally, this is going to sound really biased. I think that was one of the best value picks in the entire draft. I think it was the biggest steal in the draft. I mean, you can make an argument for JOK. But Dude, yeah. Well, JOK fell because of a heart condition, apparently. Um, I found that out today, but I don't know. Michael Carter is filthy. Michael Carter is great. And I also like uh, Nazarel Dean. Uh, round six. Yeah. I mean, Hans- I know, Hans- I know Hans- he was hated a lot. Yeah, I know he was hated a lot, but round six, nah, he's at least a round three talent in my opinion. Yeah, and apparently we want to play him at linebacker, which I, I think well, is, that's good because covering yeah. is his big issue. Yeah, I think if he can be like a cover linebacker, similar to like a, mm-hmm. uh, maybe like a Devin White or something like that. Um, or maybe who's a better coverage linebacker that would be a good example. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, Isaiah Simmons esque, but I, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I yeah. I think I think Nasiril Dean will play a, a really big role on our team. Um, I didn't like the Jamie and Sherwood pick. I think that was a little bit too. Yeah, too high. and you and you also double down on safeties when you have Marcus May. I don't know. Yeah, and we also have Ashton Davis, who has higher yeah. odds. So yeah, and I'm, you I'm drafted really him, what, sure. like second round last year, third yeah. round. Yeah, and Ashton Davis is a good player. Like we gotta give mm-hmm. that, we gotta give that guy a chance. Yeah, because we got Beckton, Denzel Mims, and Ashton Davis, and I, I, I think those were good picks in hindsight. I don't think Denzel Mims is gonna play much now, but mm-hmm. um, I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna be Corey Davis, Jamison Crowder, and Elijah Moore on the field. 
And then we also have Keelan Cole, Denzel Mims, Braxton Berrios. Um, yeah, you have too many receivers. Yeah. We have I, I still receivers. think Elijah Moore was a good pick. Yeah. I I was driving in my car and I was listening to the draft. I don't know why I sat driving in my car. What else would I be driving in? Um, I I was <laughs> driving true. and I was listening to the draft and I heard I I did not expect us to take Elijah Moore. I thought it was going to be like Asante Samuel Jr. or like JOK and Javante Williams. And then the Broncos moved up for him. Like what? Um, and then yeah. I heard Elijah Moore and I was like, wait, what? That's kind of dope. Like like I'll yeah. Take that. Because we, yeah, we, need, we need playmakers. All right. So having covered the biggest winners, we're now going to talk about the biggest losers. And Ooh. I am going to start. And I think it's obvious that at least the worst pick in the first round was to the Raiders. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, you could have gotten, I honestly feel you could have gotten Leatherwood at 43. I think he still would have been. Yeah. No, you yeah, definitely I, think, could. I think they very well could have. You you took uh, him over Darisaw, which why I, I don't know. I mean he's a Bama player, but Darisaw is by far the better player. Dude, Tevin Jenkins too. Tevin they Jenkins. took Jenkins. They cleaned it up with their second round selection. Morig I feel like is a good pick. I like Morig. I think that I, was. I think that I'm I'm not a fan. Too. Okay, uh, it, it's not okay. You may not be a fan, but at 43, I mean it, it's he was the. Mm, yeah, I'm gonna say the second thought he was the best safety is, in the draft. Um, he was the first or second best safety in the draft. I personally no, no. am like not a fan at all. Like I wouldn't take him the first three rounds, but I'm also not an NFL GM. So I right. guess looking back on it, they did get good value for that guy. I but think Javon rest, Holland's the best safety in the draft. That's probably that. true. But I look at the rest of these picks. I mean, Malcolm Kuntz out of Buffalo. Malcolm Kuntz is good. Uh, eh, oh, oh. It, it's just a questionable class. Underwhelming. It's underwhelming, and again, your first-round pick at 17, I thought they might have been in the race for Justin Fields when he started falling. I thought that was a possibility they could have. go up and get him. Now, obviously, there's a situation with Aaron Rodgers now. We really don't know what's going to happen, but Mike Mayock has sucked at drafting since he's gotten there, and he was the best analyst when he worked for the NFL. Yeah, that's and the just shows thing. you that being an analyst means nothing. I mean, he just he can't yeah. draft talent because you took Alex Leatherwood at 17. You took Cleveland Farrell at three. Oh, four. Yeah. Four, four. Dude, dude, uh, yeah, Cleveland Farrell. Cleveland Farrell's not a bad player. I just, yeah, it's just at four. four. No, I know. That. He wasn't a top four player in that class. So yeah. getting that out of the way, who else do y'all see as the losers? Uh, Joan, I'm going to let you go first. Oh, uh, this is a tough one. I was I was leading towards the Raiders. Um, I think the Rams have to be in discussion. I mean, I know they oh didn't God. have a day one pick, but then their first pick is Tutu Atwell. And, uh, that guy's uh, terrible. <laughs> so I, I like him because, you know, he's he's like just a worse Kadarius Tony, like 150-pound Kadarius Tony. Dude, he uh, weighed in at like 146 <laughs> the other day. Yeah, he's he's basically my size. And everybody oh, forgot. And everybody was talking about Devontae Smith. Shame. Yeah, I, and the Rams. I mean, they just don't need a receiver. Um, so I, I don't know what they're doing. Uh, Seattle with the had a bad draft, but what else is new? I Seattle. Mean, I, it's I mean, kind of every. You don't have a lot to work with, and they're <laughs> never gonna draft. It's like a given. I mean, they got uh, Aiden's guy, Dwayne Eskridge. Dwayne Eskridge is so good, man. I love that guy. Dwayne Eskridge, but they have DK and Tyler Lockett. Like, 
They also Mads, lost. They, they lost day one. Before. Yeah, but like, you don't use your only pick in the first three rounds on someone you have the most depth at. I, I they could have used the second corner. They could have. They could have used more O line help. Uh, some linebacker help. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's fair. Reason. So, like, for mine, it's 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 kind of it's kind of a weird one. I I kind of have like different categories for like worst draft because like there are different ways you can look at it. I think the worst draft in terms of like getting the right player at the right time was the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, up here's the, here's the way you could look at it. Okay, you get Najee Harris in the first round. I like that pick. I think it's a good pick because uh, Najee Harris, I think he's going to Najee be. Najee Harris is a stud. Yeah, he's he's going to be so good. This is where I have problems. You take Pat Fryermuth in the second round, and you know who's on the board? Creed Humphrey and Wyatt mm-hmm. Davis. Mm-hmm. That is the worst thing I have ever seen in my life. They They talk about how they have this gaping hole at center, and they're like, Oh, well, you didn't take Creed Humphrey, Wyatt Davis, or Landon Dickerson the first. They had a chance to redeem themselves, and they didn't do it. They took a tight end when they have Eric Ebron already on their roster. They're letting him walk. Well, still, still, I think— Tight end is not a a position that you draft that high unless it's like a Kyle Pitts. That's a position you can get in the third or fourth round and be fine with. Kyle Pitts versatile. They just they need an O line help. I, I I like the pick. Um, it's just not the best pick they could have done. And that's yeah. same with round one. I mean, yeah. Najee's a great player, but then you have to go up and complete that offensive line, or else Najee will be meaningless. Yeah, that is true. Um, I'll say one pick that I absolutely loved was the Jaguars getting Travis Etienne to pair with Trevor Lawrence. That's going to be so cool to see. It is I mean, gonna that, be fun. That, that's going to be with fun to James see. With James Robinson there? With James Robinson, I don't love combo. it, but pairing I both of them together is cool. You that's hate probably my least, That's probably my least favorite pick in the entire draft. ETN, I wasn't high on at all going into the draft. But even if I was, even if I had him as my RB2 in the class, that's still a terrible pick. The what Jaguars. Would you think it, what would you think if it was Najee? Uh, that's still, it's still a bad pick, but it's, it's more justifiable. But the the thing is you're the Jaguars GM, right? You have Trevor Lawrence at quarterback. You have James Robinson at running back and the rest of the team can be traded or cut and it won't make a difference. I mean, that team is terrible. Like they won one game or two games. I'm pretty sure it was one game. And then you take a guy who is going to be a backup or a third down running back to the best rookie running back last year. I mean, that's the one position you had from last year that was really good. And you have, yeah. like, O-line help. You have no one on the defense. And there's yeah. tons of good talent there. And then you take a guy who you're going to plug in on third downs. Well, yeah. personally, what I think happened is I think they were planning on taking Travis Etienne at 33 and then got scared whenever Najee Buffalo. Harris went there. And so they flipped it. I think Campbell was a nice pick at 33. I think that was a snag um, because I think he has the potential to be really good opposite CJ I think Henderson. that was a bad pick, personally. I, you would have taken Samuel, I'm assuming? Uh, no, I wouldn't have taken a cornerback. Uh, I, I, they, have C, they have CJ Henderson. 
They have Sidney Jones, and they picked up Shaquille Griffin. Okay, Sidney Jones don't know. That's, hey, say, say, hey, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear the Sidney Jones slander. That dude that dude has played very well over the past few seasons. All right, very well is a, is a big stretch. For his standards, I think he's played, I think he's played well. He's answer for corner for years to come. And plus, I think Shaquille Griffin and C.J. Henderson. I think you've, I think you've That's got. Fine. It's fine. I think with Campbell, he's six two, runs a four three. He's a big corner. He's a lot like Jalen Ramsey as far as physically. He's got almost the same build. Ramsey probably weighs just a little bit more, but still, I think that that's they. Henderson is a wire. I mean, he's not, he's not tackling anybody. Uh, Shaquille Griffin is good. I like Shaquille Griffin. Um, and I think Campbell's going to be nice as that other, because obviously now Henderson probably moves into the slot. You put uh, Campbell opposite Griffin. I like that pick. I think, like I said, I think they were going to go with ETN at 33 and then made that switch. I think Trevor Lawrence had a big play in why they took ETN in the first round, though. Yeah, I think that was, well, obviously, you know, please try to get my friend with me. Um, oh, we forgot about one of the worst picks of the night, Jamar Chase at five. Uh, uh, I like it more now, honestly. Uh, he had uh, the uh, best left tackle in the class. I think Auden best Tate player is, in the class. I think right? Auden Tate's not very good. I think Tyler Boyd is good, not great, and I think T. Higgins okay. is a good player. That's fine. Okay, here's the problem. You can, you can take Elijah Moore at 34. You can take another receiver that would be just fine. Left tackle is not something you can get late in the draft. Left tackle, when you have Panay Sewell, I mean, obviously, you saw the Lions front office when they got um, – what's his name? Panay Sewell. Check out our TikTok, by the way, if you haven't seen that yet. It's one of the best <laughs> I've ever seen. Um, but it, it's – when there's a generational talent like that and you're trying to protect Joe Burrow, yes, you got a receiver that's good, but what good is it going to do if he's getting sacked every time he drops back? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think – okay. I think the I think a worse I think Jamar Chase isn't even the worst pick they had. I think the worst pick they had was Jackson Carmen because they wanted was to play awesome. guard. They played they wanted him to play guard and he never played guard at Clemson. Uh, I think what you got to look at it as Jamar Chase and Jackson Carmen, or you could have gotten Panay Sewell and like Terrace Marshall, and I think everyone would take the latter. And I Terrace think you Marshall would... played with Joe Burrow. Yeah, but exactly. It's like, but it's like Jamar, like Jamar Chase is a is a really good player. I think he's gonna he, be he's going to be elite. But then your quarterback is going to die. There's yeah, no they, point they have might. an elite receiver when your quarterback has zero time. And and I talked yeah. about it on last one, Joe Burrow. He was he is statistically known to take the most time as a quarterback, and he's elite when he has time. And you saw that at LSU. And then when he's given no time, it's a disaster. It's not necessarily his fault, but the Bengals GM has to build around that and have to has to know about that. If you get Jonah Williams and Panay Sewell on opposite sides, that's starting tackles for 10 years. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, a lot of people can say they should have taken Sewell. I don't think it's one of the worst picks of the first round. I could probably name like three that were worse. I mean, they still but... got like, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, you still got a very good player. So I think. I don't want, you no, go ahead, you go ahead. I, I think, think Joseph I, I Osai. Think, go no, you go ahead, man. Okay. Uh, <laughs> now you're good. Um, I think Joseph Osai was a nice pick in the third round. I like him out of Texas. I think he has potential to be a really good edge rusher. They needed edge badly. 
Um, I mean, there's really no pass rushers on that team anymore. Carlos Dunlap is gone. You have DJ Reader on the inside. But other than that, who is on that defensive line that's any good? There's not really anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, Aiden, you go You go ahead and finish what you were saying. I'm going to – well, I'm actually going to jump into another team that I just think did very poorly. I think we have to talk about it because, you know, it is what it is. And this is not meant to be an attack. I think the Houston Texans just okay. did so wait, poorly. Wait, wait, Let's talk about wait. this. Okay. I have. Uh, we have to do it now, Hunter. If, okay. If we, let's let's go ahead and get this over. I I just okay. wanna I wanna give my two cents here. I, and it's like if this was any obviously if this was any other team, I would be having the same reaction. This is the pro. Okay. It, the the problem with the Texans draft class is not Davis Mills. I think Davis Mills could be like. I think he's a prove it guy. I think they're like, all right, well, we got to get rid of Deshaun and come in. Let's see what you got. And if you don't got it, then you'll be a backup. Okay, cool. But the problem that I had is that they traded up 20 spots to take Nico Collins. He is a lot better than you think. And I traded up 20 spots for Nico Collins, who might not have even been the best receiver on the board. Okay, it's hard to say he's not the best. He's six five and runs a four two forty. That's hard. Okay, you can't just look at that. You can't just look at that though. Okay. You have to look at his hands. You have to look at his route running. And no, I just don't you have think to look at the it. team he played for and the quarterback he played. No, I'm I'm stepping on your toes. I'll explain my thoughts in a little bit. Um, I think Brevin Jordan was an okay pick. I think he's a little raw, but I think he's a solid pick. I like the Brevin Jordan pick. Garrett Wallow and Roy Lopez. I I don't. I, I'm sorry. I don't know who they are. Um, but okay. The Davis Mills pick. Yeah. They might've, they might've got gotten shot in the foot by the Vikings. Um, they might've wanted Kellen Mond. I don't know. It seemed like they wanted Davis Mills the whole time because it, it was leaked on Twitter before the Vikings even took Kellen Mond. Um, so I, I don't know, but I, I, I think the Davis Mills pick is not as bad as everyone says it is. I think the Nico Collins pick was such a stretch, and that's just that's just my pick. Okay. Jonah, do you want to add in first? Or do you want me to go? Yeah, I'll just add in first, just for okay. a median kind of view on it. Um, I, I I watched literally zero Davis Mills film. Uh, if they got Kellen Mond, I would uh, the Texans draft would be very good in my opinion. Um, Nico Collins also haven't watched anything on, but I I think he is raw. And I think with the right coaching, he could be good. And I feel like you wouldn't trade up 20 spots for someone who you don't think you could coach up to be really good. I mean, we could look back on this and be like, why the hell would they trade up 20 spots for some yeah. dude I've never heard of? Uh, and both are very possible. So that time will just tell with that, in my opinion. Um, yeah, Brevin I Jordan, so. I know from – I told this to Hunter. I, I follow a couple UM reporters uh, because they do UM and Dolphin stuff both. Um, Throughout the season, constantly see Brevin Jordan is amazing. Uh, another touchdown. He's so good. And if I didn't pay attention to college, like, uh, draft positions and stuff, I would have thought he would have gone in, like, the first two rounds. Um, people had him as, like, their tight end three or four. And they got him in round five, and the Texans clearly need a tight end. Uh, I, 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 round five pick, I think it's good upside. I don't know. There's not much the Texans could have done with this draft, considering that they have like five picks and none of them are on rounds one and two. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. So I mean, I, I don't think it's one of the worst drafts 
uh, by value, I mean, the Hall is one of the worst, but again, that's non controllable, just like the Seahawks. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I think the Rams definitely had a worse one. Okay. Yeah. But I, I think that the, the Texans, the only thing with the Texans is that they didn't have a lot of picks and they traded up a ton to get yeah. a player in the third. I, I see how trading up when you already have a lack of picks is, I, I don't like that personally. I, I, but again, Nico Collins can shut us both up in the future so maybe yeah okay so my thoughts on my team which obviously there's a ton of crazy stuff going on right now with our quarterback and everything else with this team however having said that I don't think they would have more I look at this I don't think they would have taken Kellamond at 66 or 67 I don't think they wanted Kellamond I think it was always Davis Mills and if you look at it I mean, Sports Radio 610 down here in Houston, Jonah, when you move down here, you'll find out them. They're <laughs> some of the best. They're some of the best, just absolute hilarious guys out here. They're the number one sports channel for Houston sports on radio. Um, and they both said, you know, we're not the New England Patriots. I mean, sure, he's Christian. He's white. He's about six foot three. He's a nice guy. Good family man. You know, we're not the New England Patriots, though. We're nothing like them. We don't look for player traits like that. Um, but obviously – I think you look at it, Tampa Bay taking Kyle Trask at 64. Trask is not going to get any better than he is right now. What, what you see with Kyle Trask is what I he's agree. He is who he is. I think Kellen Mond is who he is. He was a four-year starter at A&M. Kellen Mond is a perennial backup, and that's where he's going to sit for the rest of his career. He's a guy like Teddy Bridgewater in my eyes. He might come in and start for a season or two. He's not the guy to lead you to a championship. And no, I'm not saying Davis Mills is that guy either. I truly believe that if Davis Mills had had another year or two at Stanford, he could have been a first-round pick, possibly. Mm -hmm. Having said that, he decided to come out early. I don't really know a lot on Davis Mills. I'm not going to pretend like I sit here and watch a ton of film on him. But Pep Hamilton is our quarterback's coach now, and looking at what he did with Justin Herbert last year, I would have taken – looking at it right now, I would have taken Herbert first overall looking back. I think Herbert – was the best quarterback in the class, and nobody saw that coming. Um, and Hamilton had a lot to do with that. He was very good at coaching him up. And if you look at it, Herbert had Hamilton as a quarterback coach and was sitting behind Tyrod Taylor. What exactly does Davis Mills have now? He's sitting behind <laughs> Tyrod Taylor, and he has Pep Hamilton as his head coach. So That's I don't fair. hate the Davis Mills pick. I gave the Texans dra- the uh, our draft grade. I gave it a C plus. Um, I thought I was I, fair I, with that. Um Davis Mills is – I see a lot of Kirk Cousins. I think with the right coaching, he's very raw and he's very young. He hasn't had a lot of experience. He's only played one full season of college football. I think with the right coaching, he could be decent. I still think that having the opportunity, I think Spencer Rattler will go first overall to us next year. I think that that is very obvious possible. what could happen. It's either going to be Spencer Rattler or Howell unless somebody jumps out like Burrow did, which I don't think is going to happen. Um, I think Rattler's going to go first overall next year, and I think uh, that there's a very good chance that that is our pick. John, uh, or, you have anything I mean, I mean, hey, uh, just make sure they don't trade it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, we got some nice players you guys could use down there in Houston. I, I just mean, give us your first round picks, man. Yeah, hey, yeah. I I can't even say anything because it's true. I, I think a great <laughs> trade that the Dolphins and Texas. I I had this trade in mind last night. Um, Aiden shower thoughts. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, what's his name? It's, uh, it's, uh, uh, who's, who's a, who's a bad player? Adam Shaheen. Um, uh, yes. I, I, 
I heard he was in some trade rumors, and I heard that they wanted a guy named what's his name, like Justin Reed or something. And mm, yeah, I, some I, no I, name. I heard at yeah, just some bomb, you know. I, <laughs> I heard Adam Shaheen straight up for Justin Reed, and I think I kind of like it. Like, ah, uh, no, 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 they're not fleecing us. They got to give us their first round pick too. Come on, yeah. ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to give up a lot for Adam Shaheen. Like, I mean, you know, going into the draft, I, I really was considering you know is Kyle Pitts the next Adam Shaheen um I just I just don't really see it um you know no no one one is Adam Shaheen no I can't I can't argue it because it's all true so (laughs) at least Bill O'Brien's gone Hunter uh, that, that is true. Now Nico Collins Aiden I think you're gonna eat those words and I only say that because He's 6'5 and runs a 4'2840. I mean, that's ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. Now, yes, his dropping has been a problem, but also you have to look at the talent. I mean, his quarterback play was some of the worst I've ever seen. And he was playing for one of the worst college quarterbacks, or not quarterbacks, coaches. I'm sorry, Hallbarrow is terrible. Um, <laughs> that agree. program is a joke. That's so, crazy that he was a Super Bowl head coach. In the NFL. Yeah, my Michigan yeah, friend is still trying to defend him. I don't get it. They're they're not going to be anything for a long time. But beside the point, I think Nico Collins was a good pick. I don't think it was a great pick. I would have loved to have gotten Terrence Marshall, but picking at 89 and actually we were picking at in the fifth round and we traded up. So I don't hate it. I don't think it's the worst pick. I like it. I think it has potential. Brevin Jordan was a steal in the fifth round. I think that he is the third or fourth best tight end in the class with the right coaching. Um, Garrett Wallow, I don't like that pick at all because he's an undersized linebacker. I mean, what's his height? How tall is he? He's six feet tall as an outside linebacker. That's not going to work. I don't like that, but he is a local guy. He's a local kid from Houston, went to TCU, so that's kind of where that pick came from. Roy Lopez, let's face it, he's not making the team for long. I, I'm not even going to cover that because he's not going to make it. Um so overall, our draft, I think that this draft was focused more on potential, and I think that Davis Mills is going to be better for us in the long run just because he's a guy that wants to be here. We want him to be here. Watson's gone. If you're a Houston fan and listening to this, Watson will be traded by the end of the offseason. There's no arguing that um, if he ever plays football again. We don't really know what's going to happen there. Yeah, uh, I, I honestly don't think the Texans are going to get anything for him. I don't think, I don't think anybody's going to be willing to take that on. I think that there are teams that would give up more than you would expect because we've seen it before. I think uh, so, just for the upside. Yeah, I, I think that you could get at least two first-round picks still. And, you know, but, but we'll we'll see what happens. There's There's mm-hmm. been worse players that have been traded for more. Um, So I, I think overall with this draft, it obviously wasn't, you know, the Dolphins or the Jets draft by any means. But I don't hate the draft class. I think that our draft class has a lot of potential. Um, and like I said before, I'm, I'm going to be fair. I'm being completely fair with this, I think. I don't think I'm being outlandish at all. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what, what else do you guys have to add about the draft that's not about my team? Um, I, I want to hear your thoughts on my team. Your two oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't talked about the Dolphins at all. I actually want to go ahead and give you my thoughts. on. I, obviously, I, th- I, I think the Dolphins killed it. Um, I think they they had a – they had a top three first round. I think they, I think them, the the Bears, and probably probably the Jets. They probably won the first mm-hmm. round. Um, I think you know getting Waddle. I think 
they needed a guy like Jalen Waddell because, you know, they have Devontae Parker, who's that like jump ball, go up and get it. You know, Preston Williams is a rotational big, big time like possession receiver. Will Fuller and Jalen Waddell have the same skill set, but mm-hmm. Jalen Waddell was miles better. Um, Jalen Waddell is going to be elite. Um, he's he's going to return kicks. He's going to return punts. He's going to, you know, be insane in the slot. I mean, it, he's going to be unstoppable. Jalen Phillips, as long as he stays healthy, is going to be a very good edge rusher. Um, that's the key. If he stays healthy, um, I think he's I think he's a really good player. I, he mm-hmm. was edge number one in the class for me. Um, I think Liam Eikenberg was excellent value in the second round. I think that was a great pick. Um, I think he's automatically better than Austin Jackson. Um, Even so though he won't be replacing him. He won't be replacing him, which I think sucks. Uh, He'll probably be moved I- to right tackle Robert Hunt to left guard and Kim Lee at right guard. My, that's and, what I think. And so. then your center would be? Matt Skura. Matt Skura. Oh, God. Um, yeah, for now. For now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going back. Oh, Javon Holland. Javon Holland, pick. yeah. Javon Holland, I think, was uh, one of the sleeper picks of the draft. Javon Holland was safety one for me. Um, opted out of the 2020 season, and people just kind of forgot about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's really good. Uh, and the Dolphins, nobody really talked about how badly the Dolphins needed safety. So I, I think that was a great pick. People hate the Hunter Long pick. I think it was decent because I think he can yeah. come in and be a good rotational guy. Yeah, I, I hated it when I when I watched the draft and I saw that. But, you know, going back and thinking about it, we, we run a lot of 12-man formation. Uh, but we've just been using Shaheen or Durham Smythe. And yeah. I guess uh, we just we want the the two tight end approach that are like two tight ends that are all are Pro Bowl caliber players. I don't know. I'm not saying Hunter Long's ever going to reach that, but I think yeah. that's what they pick. Yeah. And, you know, after that pick, uh, Hunter Long was taken to the third. They didn't have a pick until the seventh. Yeah. Um, longest they, gap in NFL history, by the way. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Larnell Coleman, I don't know anything about him uh, personally. I don't <laughs> think Jared Dokes was worth it. Um. I, I just don't I don't really see the value that they had in him. I think they could have gotten him as like a um a UDFA. Yeah, we could have probably. Yeah, like I I mean I'm not gonna sit here and hate on that because it's it's a it's the 244th pick in the draft. <laughs> but like we're just reaching here. Yeah, man. Hey, y'all y'all reach for a really bad player. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna do that. Um, yeah, because it's the seventh round for Christ's sake. But. Yeah, I think I think y'all did y'all did extremely well. Um, you know, you got to think about it. In that Laramie Tunsil trade, they got Jalen Waddle out of it. That's that's just nuts. Hello. And Javon Holland. And so, Javon Holland. So I think that one, this draft told us that they are all in on Austin Jackson, which I love. I think that that's you know if you're gonna take a player. In the first round, everybody says you reach on. Why not commit to him? Um, do, do you – I mean, I would assume Austin Jackson would stay at left tackle now. I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. Unless he moves to guard because I've seen him play both. Uh, uh, he would just fit better in our offense at left tackle. Right, and I think he played well last year at left tackle. Everybody talked yeah, about how bad he was. I thought he was good. 
Yeah, he played better than what people thought he would have played. I mean, he still played like a rookie, and compared to all the other top tackles in the class, it's not that good. But I think he was better than Andrew Thomas. Was insane. I, yeah, I, no, he I, was I, definitely better than. I Andrew think he was better Thomas. than Andrew Thomas, but not as good as Wills and um, uh, Werfs. Beckton. Beckton, yeah, it was my stacked God. Class. So respectfully, <laughs> I, I'll. Uh, I'll say, I'll admit, I was shocked to hear Waddle at six. I thought oh, y'all would wait till the teens. Um, no, 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 no. I'm not saying it's a bad pick because I liked it when I look back. But at six, I was very surprised. I was kind of caught off guard. He I thought they would go. Top 10. He wasn't escaping top ten. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would have personally taken him at top ten just because I feel like y'all could have used any of the other defensive players that were on the board. Or Pen- I would have taken Panay Sewell if that's me. But I, I also would have taken Panay Sewell. But second, I would have taken Waddle. Because yeah. I assumed y'all would go for Waddle. Y'all would trade up a little bit and get Waddle at like nine. I thought y'all would trade back in because I saw that was a rumor that y'all wanted two picks in the top ten again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that that was a possibility. I was shocked to hear Waddle at six. I mean, I was absolutely shocked to see he was the second receiver off the board. But I like it now that I look back at it. I don't like the Tyreek Hill comparison. Just because a guy's short and fast doesn't mean he's the same as Tyreek Hill. I, I love the Tyreek Hill comparison personally. I mean, I, I just don't think – I think that this guy – I love the Tyreek Hill comparison. I, I mean, I think we got Tyreek Hill already. If you no, ask me, I think, I think he's he has, Hall of Fame caliber. I, I think, think Waddle is. is a better route runner than Hill is by far. I don't think Hill runs routes that well. I think he's more of a guy that you just say go deep and he goes out. I think Waddle is going to be more of a route runner. Um, he does have a drop problem a little bit, not a lot, but it was there for a little bit. I think that'll get fixed, so that's not a big deal. Uh, Jalen Phillips is a risky pick because he's either going to be a major hit or a major miss, depending on if he can stay healthy. Because like we talked about, we talked about him a few weeks ago. We said this kid could get hit one more time and be done playing football for the rest of his life. Um, so, but if he plays, he's pretty good. Javon Holland, not going to argue with that. Probably the best safety in the class. I don't like the Hunter Long pick, but that is the only pick of this draft I don't like. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I I think y'all did very well. I gave y'all an A minus for my grade. Um, I will take that. I, I I like I said, I don't hate the Waddle pick. I was shocked y'all took him at six. Um, I thought that was crazy high. Not that it's a bad thing. I, I mean, I can't say that it was a bad pick, but I was shocked that y'all took him that high. I mean, when he when Goodell said Jalen Waddle, I was just stunned. <laughs> um, I, I did not. I didn't expect that at all. But I, I like y'all's class. I think y'all did good for what y'all got. Dude, for some reason, when Goodell called out Trey Lance and the Niners, I was shocked, and I don't know why. I, w- I think we were all, <laughs> all three of us were expecting Jones. And yeah, I, think I was expecting Mac yeah. Jones. I, dude, in hindsight, if they had taken Mac Jones, how stupid would that have been? It would have been clowned forever, bro. That would have been the most ridiculous thing. I'm so glad they didn't screw up on that. I still think, no, I think Trey Lance is better than Fields, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I th- they, Speaking of that, they, I think I think we should talk about the field pick after this. Oh okay. yeah. Oh, also, I just want to add in. Um, Jamie Newman went undrafted. He and did. The New Orleans Saints took Ian Book in the fourth round. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's that easily a, one. Of that was players. a very yeah, very big reach. Sam Ellinger went undrafted too, didn't he? No, no he, got he went in the six, six, six. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's after they took Jacob Eason last year, but 
Besides, yeah, is, is definitely... somebody really going to try to tell me that Sam Ellinger is better than Jamie Newman? No. Yeah, nobody's going to sit here and try to tell me that unless you're the Indianapolis Colts. Personally, looking back at the Texans draft, I would have rather taken Ellinger in like the sixth round. That's me personally. I think that would have been more fun for us to a more fun project. I mean, rather than Mills, because I think it would have been so cool to see Ellinger like actually succeed as a Texan. But you know, I I, I don't think he's going to be that good. So. I don't think he's going. I don't. Think, I don't even think he's going to play quarterback. I know I've said that before. I don't even think he's going to play that position anymore. <laughs> Damn. So that's that's what I got. But uh, the the field pick, right? Um, yes. Get your. I loved it. I loved it so much. Um, I think, I think both teams, the Bears and the Giants, got exactly what they wanted. I think that was one of the rare win-win trades of draft night, because mm-hmm. the Giants need the Giants got Kadarius Tony. I think Kadarius Tony was a great pick. A lot of people hate it. I love it because I think he's a great separator. Um, he is. He is okay. He is the best receiver in the class when it comes to um, making plays after the catch. He also might Easily. be the best kick returner in the class. No, He's, that's Waddle. Love, that's Waddle. Okay. That's Waddle. With but, Waddle coming off an ankle injury, do you really think they're going to put him back there again? I don't think yeah, they will. I, okay, I, I don't injury. think we will. I, I don't think injury, we're going to put though. Waddle at kick returner. It's a I, bad injury, though. Yeah, we but we've seen this before. Okay, but uh, like the way I look at it, Odell was the best kick returner in his class, and they never once stuck him back there. Um, I, I don't think with taking a player that high, I don't think you put him back there. But Tony, I think, I think we're putting Jakeem Grant back there. That, I mean, yeah, we, I think, and they Jakeem have Grant's the already best, like a one top of the best three returner. Yeah, Jakeem Grant, the little guy, <laughs> terrible he receiver. Was on undrafted, by the way. Yeah, he was on undrafted by the way a few years ago. That show that the NFL doesn't air anymore. Oh yeah, should. he was. He was one of the guys that wasn't supposed to get drafted. He was on undrafted, but he got drafted in the fifth round. So, that, hey, that was... uh, hey, hey, Jonah, I, hey, I know he's a bad receiver, but hey, that Jay Cutler corner of the end zone pass against the Patriots. Beautiful. Moss I'm telling you, man. Hey, I know more about the Dolphins than y'all think. I mean, we're not going to talk about <laughs> hey, why, but ask Dolphins. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, the Jay Cutler days were were great. They were great while they lasted. Hey, hey, real talk. Jay Cutler against the Patriots on Monday Night Football was one of the best performances. One of the best games I've ever seen. But yeah, anyway, uh, Justin Fields, enough about Jay Cutler. Um, (laughs) Even though we we need to have a Jay Cutler episode. But um, I think the Justin Fields pick was a home run. They they cranked it out of the park. I think this shows that they're going to let go of Nick Foles somehow. Um, I think they're going to hold on to Andy Dalton, obviously, but I, I, I have been wanting Nick Foles recently. I've been preaching that the Jets go out and try to get Nick Foles to be Zach Wilson's backup, because I think it'd be kind of weird if Zach Wilson's backup was a second year guy. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And James Morgan's not good. Um, Still don't know why we took him last year. Yeah. but it's whatever. I think we need to go out and try to make a move. Not a move. I don't think we should trade for him. But I think if the Bears let him mm-hmm. go, I think we should scoop him up. Because uh, I think he would be, you know, a great mentor for Zach Wilson. Uh, you know, Super Bowl winning quarterback. I, I don't care who it is. If you win a Super Bowl, you've got some you've got some wisdom. Um, yeah, dude, Nick Foles, elite quarterback. Better than Joe Flacco. I will say that forever. Um, but... The Justin Fields pick was amazing. Um, 
I think the Bears got so much better. I think they are I think they are probably going to be a wild card team. Um and I don't think that's that crazy to say and that you know that sounds No, you know, the Bears are always like right there. Yeah. Like with Trubisky they were a wild quarterback, card they were a wild yeah. card team. Yeah. So I think, I think if you throw fields in there, it just makes it that much better. And I think Allen Robinson was is probably gonna be more inclined to stay now. That's fair. Uh, Hunter, what do you think of this pick? Um, the, y'all are going to probably freak out for me saying this. I think there's a chance the Bears win the division now, given if Aaron Rodgers that, is not. No, that that's not a bad team. No, that, that's if, not that I don't think okay. if Aaron, If Jordan Love is the quarterback of the Packers, I think the Bears walk away with the division easily. Um, I agree with that, actually. I, I think well, I feels, the Vikings could be better than the Packers. Vikings, too. yeah, I think the Vikings are the main competition. I think Fields is going to be the second-best quarterback in this class when we go and look back at everything. I think that this was just robbery to get him at 11. Um, okay, you, you, you're you going to take Zach Wilson just because you – know. No, I know. No, I'm just – no, I know. I'm just being biased, but I love um, my guy Zach. He took two girls to senior prom. <laughs> what a stud. What a lad. Keep going, Hunter. Um, <laughs> I, I think Fields is a little bit smaller than I would like to see a quarterback, but huh? it's not a. It, 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 his frame scares. Two twenty seven. His frame, okay, but does he play like it? We saw in that national championship game, or not? Yeah, it was in the national championship game. Yeah, he, he got he got smoked and he broke a rib. <laughs> He's well, obviously, but I, I just. He reminds me – his frame reminds me of Deshaun Watson, which Deshaun's frame is the worst in the league. It's it's terrible for a quarterback. He's a wire. Um, and I don't say – I just – he's a little bit eh, – when you when you compare him with the other quarterbacks, I'll say he's not the build that I would love, but I still think he's going to be the second-best quarterback in this class because I think that he is the best dual threat in the class. I think he's better than Lance. Um, so, yeah, I think it was a great pick. I think that they're going to end up walking away being – the best team in this division because that defense is stacked. I mean, that defense, don't forget how good that defense is. That defense is insane. Um, So I I think that they're going to be, this instantly upgrades any quarterback seat that they have. Um, I mean, they did say Andy Dalton was quarterback one. So let's see how they still feel about that. Um, Getting this kid. So I don't think he'll start week one. I think he'll be week two or three. They'll move him in. I think they'll give him a week or two to sit behind Dalton. um, And then they're going to lose those two games and panic and just throw him in there. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I think. I mean, the rest of these picks, Newsom was decent at, for what they got him at. Uh, I like Tevin Jenkins. I think he's good and it makes more sense now that they cut. Who's their tackle that they cut today? Um, Uh, pro bowler, forget his name. Something with an L. Leno. Charles, they cut Charles Leno today? Yeah. That's not, that's not. Um, and they did because of cap and because they took Tevin Jenkins and they want Tevin Jenkins to start. They went offensive line the next two picks, but... They picked at 39, and their next pick was at 151. So there wasn't a lot of talent after that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, <laughs> from what I'm saying, I think their first two picks were great, and who cares about the last whatever picks because they're all in the 200s. So, I mean, kind of what it's like with the Dolphins. Like, like their yeah. the first pick's great. Then they didn't pick until the seventh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I'm the only person in this entire world who doesn't like the Justin Fields pick. I, I've seen the Bears are the winners literally on every single Instagram or Twitter post. 
and how Justin Fields is a steal of the draft. I just, I feel like 11 was kind of early for Justin Fields, in my opinion. Uh, I thought he was, should have been like 20s or so. Uh, if, you, you, if you've listened to the podcast before, you know I'm not a huge Justin Fields fan. Just because, I mean, his arm strength, good. Accuracy, good. Mobility, good. But you have to have good IQ in order to be a good football player. And I just, he, he missed opportunities. And that's what I hate. I mean, he stared down uh, five-yard, ten passes and missed a 25-yard pass down the field. And I think that could work. He could be average. He could be serviceable. Given Allen Robinson, yeah, he could definitely take them to the wild card round maybe divisional um but i don't think it's a home run quarterback i think he's always gonna be around the top 15 quarterback range but never higher uh, okay. I, don't, I, I feel that's like fair. waiting that's, that's completely fair next year could have been better um because maybe you could have gotten yourself spencer rattler if he has like not the best season next year I don't know. I, the pick is still good. Don't get me wrong, because you're taking a huge upside guy. You're taking a quarterback who could be your franchise quarterback for years to come at pick 11. That's good. I'm just not a huge fan of Justin Fields. Um, Aiden, do you have anything to add before I got something that I want to bring think, up? I think another I, – I think, John, I'm surprised you actually didn't say this. I think another thing that people could say to argue against the Justin Fields pick is that weather in Chicago does play a factor. Uh, it, it really does. Uh, the weather in Chicago is really tough to play in. Um, it's windy all the time, hence the nickname, and <laughs> it's freezing cold. Like, like you know, there's playing in Minnesota when they were outdoors. There's playing in Green Bay. Um, you know, there's playing in even like Cleveland or you know Pittsburgh. But playing in Chicago is a different. It's a different thing, and he's going to be under a lot of pressure because Bears fans are nuts. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't that know. is a like, fair point too. Bears Bears fans have been going crazy. I think it's a great pick, but I can also see how there could be question marks. Um, and it, they're not a they're not an immediate really good team. They still have a lot of holes. Um, but I don't know. Like they they cut Kyle Fuller. Like their their corners are yeah. not that good yeah. now. Forgot so about that. it's it's like you know Jalen Johnson showed a lot of upside last year. Jalen Johnson's a good player. Um, they signed Desmond Trufant, who is not Desmond Trufant anymore. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. And and their interior defensive line, well, they have Eddie Goldman, but the, their defensive line, I, I consider Khalil Mack an outside linebacker. Hicks. Yeah, they got Hicks, though. They got Hicks, yeah, but I don't know. The, the Bears' defense is good. I just think the cornerback depth is not there No, anymore. you're right. You're right. Their cornerbacks are not there. I mean, yeah. And then outside of is not Robinson, what do you have at receiver? Darnell Mooney. I love Darnell. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Darnell uh, Money with two O's, Mooney. Dude, I, I <laughs> love I got Daz Newsome now. Hey, you're forgetting Mims, too. Professional boxer that plays Javon, receiver. Oh, my God. Javon Wims? Or oh Wims. God. Wims. Sorry, Wims. Oh, Dude, my no, God. Hey, Hey, is nobody going to talk about how much of a troll C.J. Gardner-Johnson is? Oh, my God. Dude, that guy is su- that guy's hate such at the same idiot. time. That guy is literally such a tool. <laughs> he just, he's basically Patrick Beverly. 
I think the funniest thing of the NFL season last year by far was just watching Javon Wims sneak attack <laughs> CJ Gardner Johnson and just punch him and like then stand for no still <laughs> yeah, and just stare at each other for like five still. seconds. And then Gardner Johnson was like, "All yeah, right, nah, nah, nah. I'm taking it personally." <laughs> I didn't Great know that moment. guy. Was, I didn't. I didn't know that guy was such an idiot. Like I really didn't know that until I saw some of the things that he's done in practice. And he punched Michael Thomas, like. <laughs> What? Yeah, yeah, I guess funny. Hey, hey, so, Florida Gator though. <laughs> yes, sir. So I don't know necessarily if it's the last thing, but one of the last things I want to cover. There are two guys that went very late and not at all in this draft that I think would have been top ten picks a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. The first one I'm going to bring up is Sean Wade from Ohio State. Oh no, the first round pick uh, that didn't Sean? play like it this year. No. Uh. Oh, no, that guy's really bad. I'm sorry. He had might have been one of the worst cornerback seasons of all time in college. He did have a very bad season. However, the year before that, he could have been the first corner. Yeah, the- yeah, he was he was very highly regarded. I mean, he was one of the top corners, and then he just got destroyed week after week. Devonta Smith made him his son. Dude, yeah, no, seriously. And then in the Clemson game, Cornell Powell just yeah, Cornell Powell ended him. him. Cornell Powell and Devontae Smith dominated like I've never seen before. And it was at, it was at Sean Wade's hands. Like mm-hmm. that was, that was the worst corner performance I think I've ever seen. All right. So it's very clear how y'all feel about Sean Wade. Yeah, um, it's bad. The, the next one, one person I think is going you. to be, the next one's going to be harder to analyze. And you guys already know who it is. It's Alabama linebacker, Dylan Moses. Mm-hmm. If he had come out at this time last year, he would have been a top 10 pick without the injury. He might have been a top five. Yeah. He was the yeah. best linebacker in the country by far. Um, I don't want to hear Devin White. I don't want to hear it. It was Dylan Moses, and that was it. And I think this was all Nick Saban's fault because Nick Saban had his star player practicing full pads, full contact after the season was over. What exactly was the point? Um, sure, you can talk about all oh, hard coaching and all that, but you ruined a kid's career. Maybe he'll get it back, but, I mean, it's hard. He didn't play last year at all. I mean, didn't play the year before that because of the injury. Um, wh- wh- where do you guys see Dylan Moses being after all this is over? Oh, I hope we sign him, but, um, well, he, he I mean, signed the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, um, he did? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Jacksonville's just got a thing this year where they're just like, all right, we're going to get everybody. Um, but. Kind <laughs> of how they rule. Yeah. And it's Jacksonville, but, um, I, I love Dylan Moses. I thought he was I thought he was gonna be a really good player. Um I had him going in like round four, I think. Yeah. This year. Yeah. Um I mean, it's kinda crazy that he went undrafted. Um I mean, he was an elite linebacker. I don't know if I would say he would have gone top five, but I do think he was an elite linebacker. Um it is sad to see how injuries can derail somebody's career. And yeah, Nick Saban can be a little, he, he can be too much of a hardhead. Um, he pushes his, like, I, like Nick Saban is a guy that every, like, you know, football minds admire, you know, cause he's Nick Saban, but mm-hmm. he can take it a little too far sometimes. And I think everyone knows that Belichick doesn't really do that. And people like to compare them, uh, those two, uh, Nick Saban kind of pushes it over the line sometimes. Um, and I do think he – I wouldn't say it's completely Nick Saban's fault, 
but I do think Nick Saban did play a role. It's not anybody's fault. Obviously, it's not Dylan Moses' fault because um, it's an injury. You know, you can't you, you can't really avoid that when you think about it. Um, but th- yeah, Dylan Moses was an elite player. It sucks to see where he is now. He's playing in the worst NFL city there is. Um, but I don't know. I I, I like Dylan Moses um, overall. Yeah, I think. It's crazy. Uh, I mean, you always look at mock drafts for the year. Like right now, we'd be looking at 2022 mock drafts, and we'd see Spencer Rattler top five, whatever. We looked at that last year after the draft. We'd see Dylan Moses top 10, top five, like Hunter said. And to think one year later of playing, he goes undrafted is ridiculous. I, I don't remember hearing anything like that before. And yeah, casual fans knew who Dylan Moses was was and is and no casual fans ever know who any undrafted free agents are um i I think some teams should have taken a shot on him knowing everything that they know at least in like the fifth round um i don't know i feel bad for dylan moses not really as far like aiden you said um i hope he does well in jacksonville i don't know all right so to close this out, we are going to talk about the biggest story in the NFL, and it still relates to the draft because I want to know, what do you all think about the Packers situation? How did they draft, and how does it? What, what's going on with Aaron Rodgers? Mm, I think they drafted uh, well. I think they drafted well if they didn't want to keep Rodgers. I think they drafted well. <laughs> you know, I think even barring the Aaron Rodgers thing, I think um, I think Eric Stokes was a really good pick. Uh they needed to take a corner. Kevin King is terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Kevin King lost them a, the play, a playoff game last year. He lost them a playoff game. Um, I don't say that a lot. I don't say that it is some guy's fault. Kevin King blew that game. He did. Um, Eric Stokes is a is a very good player. I think he was great value. I wanted it, if the Jets had stayed at twenty three, I would have loved to get Eric Stokes at that spot. Uh, but obviously, you know, getting Vera Tucker, I like that. Um, you know, I think the Amari Rogers pick was good. I don't think it was great. Um, Josh Myers in the second round was decent value. You know, Corey Lindsley leaving to go to the Chargers. Um, and Elgton Jenkins is going to uh, move over to guard. So I think that was a pretty good pick. Um, I hate the Kylan Hill pick in the seventh because they love taking running backs. <laughs> I think the A.J. Dillon pick last year was great. Everybody hated that. I think they saw that Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams were going to be free agents, and I don't think anybody ever thought about that. They were just like, oh, 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 another running They back. just made a mistake of re-signing Aaron Jones. Shouldn't have done that. But, um, yeah, I think they drafted well. In terms of Aaron Rodgers, personally, I don't think he's going to get traded. I don't think it's going to happen. It just doesn't seem like something that's going to happen because I don't know if you guys watch Matt LaFleur's press conference. The guy has a crush on Aaron Rodgers. No, and, and I don't think they've said before LaFleur isn't the issue. The issue is the general man, is management. So yeah, I think one has to go, and I'm, I'm leaning towards management right now. Yeah, and the team is owned by the fans. Right, there's that. no owner there, so the management yeah. is the leadership. Yeah, it's, it's tough, um, but – you know, Rodgers has been there for many years. Um, you know, he's been there since 2005. Um, he, he's won one Super Bowl. I still think that's crazy. 
Um, but, you know, I think if he can go to a win-now situation, which, I mean, I think the the Packers are a win-now situation, but their defense is, is flawed in a lot of ways. Um, but I, I think if he gets traded, he's not – the San Francisco narrative is not going to happen because they just took Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard the Broncos, and I've heard that they would be interested in moving Sertain, which is a thing. I hate that. Um, I would not like that at all. Um, I mean, it'd be great for the Packers, but you know, the Bron- I don't think the Broncos need to go out and get Aaron Rodgers. I'm just going to say that. I can't. The problem with Aaron, the Aaron Rodgers thing is I don't one. I don't see it happening, and two, I can't really find a team that would fit. Yeah, um, this whole Aaron Rodgers thing is so weird because we kind of experienced practically the same thing with Deshaun Watson just a couple months ago, a few months ago. Um, he wants out of Green Bay because they failed to build a team around him for so many years. And it's like they're mocking him while doing it. I mean, you could have drafted a bunch of receivers last year, but you trade up for a quarterback. Uh, you re-sign the guy who cost you a Super Bowl run. Uh, you re-sign a running back for like $15 million a year um, instead of using that money on a wide receiver or anything else, O-line. Um, so I see why he's upset. And I, I think... The speaking of the draft, I think Josh Myers' pick was bad considering Creed Humphrey was taking a pick later. Uh, yeah, Amari Rogers' yeah. pick. I, I like the Amari Rogers' pick, but um, I don't know. Amari Rogers' pick was fine, but Aaron Rodgers, I don't think he's gonna play with the Packers again. I, I don't see it. I think he might do some type of Brett Favre thing, some retiring, coming back maybe. Uh. I Could we see a Carson Palmer situation? What happened with Carson Palmer? Again? So basically, so, same thing as Brett Favre. He retired for basically like six months and then came back, and then they I, had I to think him. that could happen. That was after he was with the Bengals, wasn't it? Yes, he went from the Bengals to the to Raiders the and then retired again, and then came back with the Cardinals two years later. Yeah, yeah, Carson Palmer was a weird guy, so I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think like I, I'm agreeing with Jonah here. I think I don't think he'll ever play for the Packers again, and I think. When you look at their draft, yes, their draft was great if you don't want to keep Rodgers. If you're building around Jordan Love, it was a great draft. But, I mean, you look at it, would you rather have Elijah Moore, you know, you maybe uh, Rondell Moore? I'm just, you know, any of those guys that went in the second round or Amari Rodgers. I mean, it's not really close. There there are so many guys that were better than Rodgers that they didn't take when they should have. Well, but it was also late in the third, so they couldn't have taken those guys. Right, but they chose not to with their first two picks. Like it was like it, it, it was their biggest need, and they mm-hmm. kind of laughed at it. And do not forget that Devontae Adams tweeted out earlier today: "Never forget to appreciate something, because after it's gone, you can't appreciate it anymore." It, it's it's looking like kind of seems over. It it kind of seems over because that is basically the closest person on the team to Aaron Rodgers now, because nobody else is there anymore. Um, I, I don't see they love Jordan Love. They keep talking about how much they like Jordan Love. I, I just I don't think it's going to happen to where he plays again. Well, one, he's got a bunch of opportunities lined up outside of football. Like he doesn't need football anymore. I think he'll be the next Jeopardy host at this rate. Um, <laughs> he he did a pretty great cool. job with that. He he was great yeah. on TV. Um, 
but I just think that when you look at it, they, they just did a poor job with timing of when they should have gotten every I mean they should have should have taken Elijah Moore and with their first pick. They should have gone and gotten Asante Samuel Jr. in the second round. There there's ways they could have done this differently that would have pleased Aaron Rodgers. And remember, this is the same team that last year didn't even tell Aaron Rodgers they were taking a quarterback. They didn't call him. They just took one. Yeah. He found out when we found out. And that is your guy that you've had on your roster for 20 years that is supposed to be your guy that you mm-hmm. are, you know. So I, I, I don't I don't think it's he's ever going to play for them again. I have I, – I think the, the, the receiver thing is justified. I think Eric Stokes was too good of a player. Um, and – they couldn't have gotten Asante Samuel. I would I would agree with you, but Asante Samuel went way higher than the Packers picked. Um, so I don't know. It, the, the corners after like Asante Samuel, it was a steep drop off. Um, I I I really don't know. I mean, corner was a bigger need than everybody else was talking about. And I know this sounds crazy. You know, they have Devonte Adams. You know, he's great, obviously, but. Some of the receivers they had last year were not – they didn't play bad. Like, it wasn't like they were dropping everything. Um, and, you know, Rodgers is that good of a player. But, like, you know, it, I don't know. I think, I think corner some of their picks are top, Yeah, I think Eric Stokes in the first is fine. I mean, it wasn't a home run pick, but I think it it's overhated. Um, but – I don't. I don't think their draft was bad. I don't think it was great, but I don't think it it helps the Aaron Rodgers situation at all. Yeah, and I don't think they were necessarily drafting for the Aaron Rodgers situation, if you know what I mean. I think. Yeah, yeah, they were just taking whatever think, fit their team. Yeah, I think they were just trying to do whatever was best for the team, and you know, I think no matter if it's Jordan Love or Aaron Rodgers, I think you got to build the team the way you, you think you need to build the team. You need to look at the the holes on your roster and you need to fill them. I think cornerback was a huge hole because you can't just have Jair Alexander out there. Kevin King is a bad football player. You cannot have Kevin King out there every down. So, but then you resign him. It's like, I don't know what the management is doing. You yeah, like they're taking a first round pick to replace uh, Kevin King on the field to take minutes for him, yet they paid him a lot of money. Doesn't yeah. make sense. I hope they trade him at some point, but um, I mean they're they're gonna get like a seventh for him, but at most, I mean, I don't know. You can you could trade Kevin King for a kicker, and I'd say both sides won. Um, <laughs> I. I don't know. I think the Eric Stokes pick was was a good pick. The Josh Myers pick, it, I liked it, Humphrey. but with, with Creed Humphrey on the board, it makes it look a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the Amari Rogers pick, it was good value. So I, I don't know. They, they could have done better, but I don't think they did horrible. Like I don't know. And the Aaron Rodgers thing is, it, it's crazy. Like I mean, it it's kind of turning into like an NBA thing. And, you know, this wasn't really a thing in the NFL until Deshaun Watson started yeah, doing it, that it, thing. And that, that got me thinking, like the other day I was thinking, this could become a normalized thing of quarterbacks being or saying, I don't want to play for this team. And there's really nothing the franchise can do about it. I mean, the quarterback can hold out. They're making tons, millions of millions of dollars. They don't care if they lose $5 million or whatever. They're They're going to hold out to get to a team they want and that's what we're gonna see 
gigantic trades of three first-round picks teams, and teams just aren't going to be able to to do that. It's not going to be sustainable. So yeah. it's going to be weird to see how the NFL goes in this direction. Yeah, and I and I think um, you know I'm I'm trying to think of what I was going to say. Um, you know I I I hate it because like. It, it, it's not fun to watch, you know, I mean, it, you know, it's fun to see trades, but it's not good. It doesn't feel like it's good for the game. It's um, not. It's, it's not. Um, but, you know, I mean, the, the Deshaun Watson thing was, was crazy. Um, in retrospect, I think the Lions handled the Matthew Stafford thing amazingly. Yeah, um, it was a great job by man. It was great. I mean, they mutually just agreed that I mean Matthew Stafford had done everything that he could there. He they just never mm-hmm. built a team around him. And like he had Calvin Johnson there for years. They never had a defense. Um and the culture was just always terrible. So uh, Matthew Stafford needed to get out of there and I think the Lions just understood that. Um they love Jared Goff. Great. Um but <laughs> You know, and we all know Jared Goff doesn't want to be there. We know he doesn't want to, but that's kind of just they don't the want business. And Jared Goff has to understand that he's not that good of a quarterback, so he doesn't really have nearly as much of a say. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the thing. You you gotta if you if you're gonna request a trade like that and like want out of somewhere, you gotta at least have like authority you gotta at least be really good gotta be a top five seven quarterback yeah yeah and i think it's kind of like the pj tucker thing in the nba i was like nobody's giving up a lot for pj tucker why is he making such a scene (laughs) it's like i don't know it's being a drama team we'll we'll close on this but i had a thought for a while what if the nfl were to do what college transfers do you're allowed to request a trade but you lose a year of eligibility in more yeah, other words, know. you would lose a year of being able to play. Uh, no. I think that's in an fact, interesting I, concept. I just think it's yeah. bad for the business. I think the NCAA needs to get rid of it. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. I, I think there has to be a bigger fine for holding out. I feel like that's the only solution. I mean, um, it's a real if you I mean, yes, it's cool and all, but it's becoming a real problem where you're seeing teams that with small markets. It's not fair. Guys are just saying, I don't want to play for you anymore. Like what Anthony Davis did in the NBA. We're seeing Deshaun Watson do it in Houston. We're seeing Aaron Rodgers do it. It's not fair to those teams because they're losing out on all these great players that are saying, I want to win now. I want to win a ring. I don't care about the way that this team has treated me or any of that. It's bad for sports, and it's happening in every single sport. We're seeing guys say, I don't want to be here, and then there's nothing the team can do except trade them. And we're forming these super teams – when the rest of the league is just kind of suffering. And so it's not really sustainable at this point because eventually those guys retire and then the cycle just repeats. Yeah, so exactly. I, I don't know. Yeah. That, I think that's, we're already, gosh, we're 30 minutes longer than we usually are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I think, uh, I, I, I'm just going to make a bold prediction here. LaMelo right. Ball is requesting a trade in four years. That's that's completely fair. We're coming back to this. Yeah, I'm writing that down somewhere. Lamelo Ball is requesting a trade in four years, well, but that's basketball. Coming up on the next Good Evening Basketball episode, <laughs> Aiden <laughs> thinks Lamelo Ball will be traded four years from now. <laughs> we'll mark the date. Um, so, yeah, I think that's gonna wrap it up. Unless you guys have something to yeah. add, 
it's nice, basically good. Christmas for NFL fans. Your team is getting new players um, or losing your favorite players, which I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so I, I just got to point it out to the former draft guru, uh, David, from the Let's Get Ready to Football podcast. First off, thank you guys so much for having us on. Go check out their latest podcast if you haven't. We were guests. But I just got to say, dude, I feel so bad for you, and I'm so sorry because he said that his dream night would be getting one of the top receivers and having them paired with Aaron Rodgers. And neither of those things happened, and it's looking like <laughs> coming back. So, yeah, dude, I'm so very sorry for you. Shout out to you. I hope everything gets better. You're not alone. Yeah, prayers, man. I mean, you're in a bad spot, man. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up unless you guys have anything else to add. No, I think we covered everything. Shut up, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, like I said, go check out the Let's Get Ready to Football pod. I mean, yes, it's pre-draft stuff, but it's so good content. Um, love working with David. David's actually the reason that all of us are together right now because he's the one that introduced us. So shout out to him. Shout out to everybody over there. Y'all did an absolute amazing job. It was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah. keep checking out our podcast. Our TikTok gained another 100 followers today. So, you know, we're, we're, we're going strong. So see you all in the next episode. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs>